It is a long-held tradition here on the country. The artist formerly known as The Farming Show. In fact, I reckon it dates back about a quarter of a century. Don Carson, these days uh, the PR guy for the Forest Owners Association, doing Dennis Nielsen's bidding, has worn so many hats over the years. And Don, I think if we go way back uh, to your first corporate job out of RNZ Midday and Rural Report, it was with the wall board. You had your nose in the corporate trough there back in the 1990s. Yes, and what a grand trough the wool board was in those days. Of course, no longer exists, doesn't even have a levy, but uh, they were the grand days reflecting the status that the wool industry had back during the 50s and onward. So, uh, yes, that, that was quite a corporate experience. And I do recall, Jamie, after... Radio New Zealand, uh, you did talk me into having a a weekly commentary with you and uh, it's more or less prevailed ever since, hasn't it? Do you wish to go back to the halcyon days of RNZ? uh, Because when I first became aware of you, Don, it was in the 1980s when I was a young farmer and I used to tune in, like a lot of the country did, to Midday and Rural Report on national radio at 12 o'clock. And I think the national five-day forecast was on at either 25 past... 12 or 25 to 1 and it was essential must go to listening because in those days there was no internet there was no apps on your phones there were no mobile phones so that was the best way we could get a weather forecast yeah, yes, it, it was, and one of the ironies when uh, that first came up with the Met Service, they were wanting to charge Radio New Zealand providing that service, and Radio New Zealand sent the invoice going the other way, saying, well, we're giving you a platform for something that you would have no avenue to get out to the public uh, if it were not for us. So I don't know how that was eventually resolved, but it is an irony. And yes, in those days, everybody on the land required uh, tuning in at the right time, and you'd go through the different regions, and my father was certainly one of them, and one one of the most common expressions that ever came out of him was bugger missed it because he'd be waiting for Wellington and the Horafenua and invariably uh, the concentration would wave and he'd miss it and we'd begin to Canterbury by the time he tuned in. <laughs> for political reasons I won't ask you about what you think about the proposed merger between RNZ and TVNZ but since the wall board days you've you've been involved with Number 8 Wired, of course the, the um, rural television show, you've had been involved in halal certification, Seafood NZ, Federated Farmers, you were their PR guy for a while and now you're uh, the PR guy for the New Zealand Forest Owners Association and once again because it's Christmas dawn and it is a season for goodwill to all all men, I won't chew your ear about pine trees being planted in the wrong place. Our tradition, this has been a long-winded intro, hasn't it? Our long-held tradition... Yeah, we haven't got to the interview yet. No, no, we haven't. Well, let's start it right now. The tradition is naming your Ag Person of the Year, but let's just go back in history a wee bit. 2021, it was the Groundswell Boys, Laurie and Bryce, Damien O'Connor in 2020, I'm not sure he'll win it this year, and Mike Joy never agreed with that one in 2019. Drumroll, Don Carson, who is your 2022 Ag Person of the Year? Yeah, well, I first go back and qualify. Mike Joy was uh, on the basis of the rule that we've always had on this one. Mike uh, was uh, negative for many farmers and who was influential in the um, formation of policy by the incoming Labour government. And that's why he was picked. So for good or for ill. So yeah, looking, uh, been a tough year for right across the primary sector and a lot of the economics and regulations. So on my list, Adrian Orr, of course, at, uh, down at the Reserve Bank, the government there pushing up the interest rates, that's having a negative effect. 
effect. And then, of course, David Parker, who regularly features in the shortlist as Environment Minister and Airwaka Ekanoa. That's not yet been resolved, however. So I would go back to one of the other rules. This is, could be an international position. And if you actually have a look at the supply chains, you have a look at uh, costs going up for input uh, right across the primary sector, uh, the depression of the availability of grains going into the world supply, all sorts of complications, unpredictability and negative signals. So on the world stage, the Ag Person of the Year on the basis of their influence on New Zealand agriculture has to be Vladimir Putin. He's buggered 2022 for a lot of us, hasn't he? <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, and, and of course, JB, you look forward to 2023 and you always say, well, it can't be like last year. It'll be a much better year. But uh, all the portents are for at least a bad as year next year as it has been this year and for all of those COVID years now spe- uh, stretching back to the end of 2019. Don Carson, thanks as always for your contribution. You enjoy your boxer, Mackaiser. We'll catch you back again in 2023. Jamie, I really look forward to it. Cheers.